This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell and my wonderful co-host and dear friend, Tasman Sullivan. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining us for another episode. This week we are going to be talking about how understanding DISC, so D-I-S-C personality types can um, foster better relationships in the workplace but even even in your personal life as well. Um, so before we get into the um, main topic, so the main um, the main episode, just a reminder of the ways that you can support me in Tasman. So if you like what we do and you want to support us, there's many different ways. Um, couple of ways are um, if you head on over to seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate that link will also be in the show notes you'll be able to um, donate us a one-off donation Um, so we're on buy me a coffee so you can donate a one-off donation of five pound and say hey here you go, we're supporting and we'd be very appreciative of that. Um, and you can also reach out to us on Twitter. So the podcast is on Twitter. Um, so yeah, the my the handle for our Twitter has completely gone out of my head at this time of recording, but the link will be in the show notes. Just, just go to the show notes, everything will be in there. Hello, Tasmin, how are we doing? I'm doing really well, thank you. I'm really excited about listening to all you've got to teach me today on on this topic of disc personality types good good I'm very yeah um it's a really interesting topic and I can't wait to share it with you and also our listeners and hopefully they'll be able to take some things away that they can implement it um and they'll find benefits in in work and also their personal life. Um, now a bit of context behind why I'm talking about this. So I am part of the Women in Tech SEO book club. Um, so the Women in Tech SEO is a wonderful community, uh, supports women um, who work in technical SEO. There'll be a link in the show notes to join. Um, but there's a book club. So um, we all meet up and we decide, so every couple of months, we decide on the next book that we want to read. Um, now, the book that we are currently reading is called Surrounded by Idiots. And I just love that title. I love getting my book out <laughs> when I'm surrounded by people because <laughs> I like seeing reactions. Um, but 
But joking aside, um, it's the four types of human behavior and how to understand those around us. And it has been written by a Swedish behavior expert called Thomas Erickson. Um, Now I'm gonna give a bit of context, but have you come across the book, come across the person, or is this your first time hearing, Tasmin? Um, So I know a little bit about it, but not necessarily through the book. It was more through um, management and leadership courses that I've taken. And it was with the purpose of understanding the people that you're working with and enabling yourselves to get the best possible results by um, really understanding what their personality types were. Amazing. Well, yeah, that does, um, it's similar to what I'm going to talk about. So um, you've already got some understanding, so that's great. Um, But I'm going to give our listeners and yourself a brief history lesson. Um, So in the 1920s, William Marston created a systolic blood pressure, I can't get my words out, a systolic blood pressure test that was used to detect fraud. Now, this led to the modern lie detector. Um, Marston was also the author of essays in popular psychology. 1928, he published Emotions of Normal People, where he investigated the difference in the behavior patterns of people. He was known as a pioneer and provided the foundation for what is known as the DISA, DISA, DISA model, um, which is used to categorize types of human behavior. Now, since um, Marston's work, since the 1920s, the model has been developed, fine-tuned and worked on. As with anything, there has been critics, there's critics with everything, uh, but many professionals use this, um, yeah, have it as a basis model um, to like do work or counsel or coach or get better at understanding people. So loads of people use it Um, because Marston found a way to basically demonstrate why and how people are different and found distinct differences. Um, Nowadays, we use the four following use to explain these behavior types, dominance, inspiration, submission, and compliance. The four letters, D-I-S-C, form the acronym of the DISC profile. Now, this is what we're like talking about, the behavior, which Tasman, you said that you're aware of, and this is what is used throughout the word, uh, throughout the world, sorry. Um, now, Thomas in his book, Surrounded by Idiots, uses the DISC profile and like these different models and the DISC model and all of that um, in his book, to talk about the four main different behavior styles, but gives them colors instead. Um, And the whole premise and the whole idea of the book is that if you understand someone's behavior style, you can have a better relationship with them. So it's quite ironic with the title surrounded by idiots, because you might be like, oh my gosh, that person's such an idiot. They're not acting in the way that I am. I would, I don't understand. So it was a really good read for me and a really good eye opener. And it has got me analyzing people, um, but that's the whole basis that like with this understanding of like these main behavior types, you you better understand people and you understand that people are different and people are different to you. It doesn't make them an idiot. <laughs> doesn't, um, <clears throat> but joking aside, it just, yeah, it helps you have a better relationship and understand people at work. Um, in your personal life as well. Now, um, I'm gonna explain the different colors um, and what they are, but do you want to say anything at this stage before we, before I delve into that? 
be interesting to know what you think my colors are yes yeah okay we will we will get into that um later on um so before i sort of do a breakdown of the different colors and obviously this is just a podcast a short podcast just a podcast you know what i mean it's shorter than a book like we can't go into as much detail so it's a bit of like a an overview or a summarize of the different colors I've put a link to the book in the show notes because I really recommend that people if you're interested in this read the book because it's really good so yeah before I go into the colors people are a mix typically so you don't normally have people that are just one color it can happen but usually we're a mixture so first up is red Reds typically typically tend to be your CEOs, founders, and, and entrepreneurs. They're driven and ambitious. They can be impatient and kind of want things yesterday. Um, they can delegate tasks and they will, but they always end up doing it. And it's probably coming from a part of because they're so driven and they want things yesterday. They can make mistakes because they're so on and they're just wanting to try and get things done. Um, but they always bounce back. Um, they're very dominant, can be pushy and hard, says it how it is. Um, so if you ask a red for their honest opinion about something, um, just be mindful. Try not to take anything to heart because it's just how they are. Um, they can quite often offend um, because of this, but a red doesn't dwell on that. Like they would have said that like lashed out or said something that could come across as mean or not been taken very well by someone else, but they don't dwell. They, they've moved on to the next thing. So that's your reds. Your yellows then. Yellows are very creative. They're great at coming up with loads of interesting ideas. They love doing that. They love to be creative and come up with loads of stuff. Um, they're not very good at following through and seeing a project to the end because they just like to get stuff implemented in the first place, get it rolling and come up with the ideas in the first place. So they can end up with a lot of unfinished projects. Great energy, talkative, very entertaining. Like um, they can be a ray of sunshine, they're very entertaining, like um, you want to be around them. Um, likes to kind of be the center of attention in a big group because they like to entertain and they like to focus on um, ent being, yeah, entertainment. Um, but they can sometimes be egotistical um, because they're so focused on that entertainment side. Some people can't, other people in the group can't get a word in edgeways. Um, they're not great with time management. They're they're often over ambitious with time so they think they can get x y and z done like so say they've got a main job that they want to get done in a day they'll get they'll do other stuff first and yeah they they can often be late basically they're not good with the time management and they can be hot tempered um your greens so that's your third color so they're relaxed loyal and reliable they tip they're typically your people pleasers wants everyone to get on they're not good with conflict um this can cause issues because because they don't like conflict um they're not very good at dealing with stuff head-on so if someone offends or someone effect, like upsets them um they're not very good at telling that person and they could end up like venting behind someone's back um, which obviously isn't great um they they they, they like people they're very welcoming they're, ve they're they're good but they're not like yellows they don't like to be center stage um and 
they're better in smaller groups. So yellow is like bigger groups, greens like smaller groups. Um, and those they feel comfortable with, um, they can be more open and chatty with. Um, they can be stubborn and a bit set in their ways. So greens might, I don't know, for example, they have a set coffee routine um, and they're very like, they're, they're set in the ways of how that happens every morning and doesn't like when things change. Now your last color is a blue. So your blues are very analytical. They follow the rules. They don't like breaking rules. Rules are there to be followed. They're logical, diligent, and very uh, methodical, very organized. They'll never be late. Um, if a blue is putting together a meeting and inviting people to come, there'll be a very detailed agenda. There'll be links out to research. It will be like, yeah. Everything will be there. Um, they can be indecisive, but that's because they want all the info and they don't want to make a mistake or they want to make sure that they make the best um, choice. Um, so, for example, let's say they're going to buy a new TV. It could take them a while because they want to do their research, do their com like comparison. Um, yeah, they're, they're very analytical. Um, and they can also offend. So, for example, say I had a new kitchen that I've been working on. I, invi I invite my blue friend to come over. And just because they're so analytical they'll point out what's wrong. Like they're not doing it to be nasty or anything like that. It's just because they see something that's wrong and they need to point it out sort of thing. Um, they're just, they just like to analyze, right? Um, uh, <laughs> in the book, there's a really good example. Like if you get a blue uh, to put an Ikea flat pack together, so a flat pack furniture, it will take them a long time, but it will be sturdy. Uh, so yeah, thoughts, thoughts on that, Tasman. I love that IKEA um, example. Um, I think it's really interesting. I think when when you've been aware of your colours for a while, as I have, and then you see how you change, because there was a time when I'd be heavily blue and not very much red, and now the blue in me is reduced. Um, a lot more green before and that's turning more into yellow as as I'm getting more and more comfortable with crowds and being able to be part of a bigger group so I think it's really interesting somebody once said to me um, if you want to get something done through somebody who is red now as you said they don't have much time so if they say yeah but I've only got five minutes the thing to say to them is, that's great, I only need two. And the minute you've said that, they realise that actually you're not wasting their time and you've got their attention. So that was a tip that was given to me years back. So right now, Tasman, um, what do you think you are? Because you said that you that you change. Yeah. I'd say I'm more yellow than I used to be, a lot more um, comfortable with bigger groups. Um, and with the nature of the business, you know how important storytelling is. So it becomes a, a little bit of this is who you have to be to be able to deal with the work that you're dealing with. Um, a lot less green than I used to be. So less about pe people pleasing, more about delivering on, on the business. But it also this thing that, you know, hundreds of ideas you need the ideas, but you need to also be able to deliver them. And I think when you get to my age, because you've dabbled in so many different things, you've got these little projects on the road, on the go. 
So um, for some some people who know me know that I enjoy writing poetry. And one thing I'd like to do is to put it all in a book. And it's this little project that never really goes away, but I've never actually at the minute made anything happen with it. So that bit I identify with. Um, I, I don't think I'm very, very red. I think there are times when I need an answer and I need it quickly and I don't want anyone to be faffing about. But I'd say that was a less um, less dominant feature. Interesting. I mean, I would definitely agree. And yeah, like as you were saying your stuff, I was nodding along. Um, because, and it's interesting that you bring up poetry because that's how we first got talking. Um, so one day you will have this book of poetry. I, I have faith in you. Um, but yeah, I, I read this book mostly when I was on holiday with my girlfriend um, and I was reading bits out to her and we were kind of discussing what we were and I decided that I was green with hints of yellow um so green because I I am I am I'm I'm working on it but I'm still a people pleaser I'm not very good at conflict and I just want people to get on um but I think I am also like I'm, I'm quite relaxed and like I'm all I'm good at being given direction do you know what I mean um so yeah and I'm also quite set in my ways so for example this happened the other day um my loving girlfriend like could tell that I was stressed because I, I was late for doing something and I wanted a cup of coffee but was stressing about make, like having time to make it and she offered to make it for me but in my head even though it was a really lovely gesture I was like you're gonna do it wrong <laughs> you're not gonna do it like how I would do it and um not that it was wrong it was just she did it in a different way than what I would and I've realized that I am very set in my ways and like so for example we've got a whole cupboard full of mugs but I'll only use a select couple <laughs> so yeah I am set in my ways um I think I'm yellow because I do like to entertain so obviously I like getting up and delivering um talks I like doing this podcast with you um and yeah I think I'm quite I am quite good at coming up I like coming up with like new ideas and stuff like that um so that's why I think I am yellow um but it is interesting because um I I'm more in social situations like if there's a big group I I'm not so much the center stage like I like to take a step back and just let the other person entertain I do feel like I'm better in smaller groups or like like one-to-ones or groups of three or four um and yeah so it's really interesting um in the show notes there is a link because um the book has a link to a, a quiz so it's a very condensed version um so it co- takes you a couple of minutes but it just gives you an idea and gives you like what order and when I did the quiz I was mostly green then yellow and then I was very little with the blue and red so don't ask me to do an Ikea flat pack (laughs) me neither me neither not interested um so we're gonna take a short break um and then when we come back for part two I'm gonna talk about um like how colors can clash and how colors can complement but before we do is there anything else that you wanted to say on this topic 
I think it's it's also um, really important to understand that no one colour is the right colour and no one blend is the right blend. I think as, as you get, um, get more and more used to this way of categorising people, you realise that everyone brings their own strengths to the party. And this isn't about you going through your work life saying, you know, reds are bad and blues are good or it's not like that. It is about how do how do I understand this person better in order to be able to communicate with them to get the job that we need to get done done and with, you know, the utmost respect for their way of being um, and also self-respect as well. So just because they might be the CEO and they're red. Yes, you you use this in order to communicate, but that isn't to diminish your own natural abilities. Thank you for um, bringing that up because, yeah, very important. Um, and it was kind of, because I was going to ask you a question at the end um, about this and I was going to address that then. Um, so you've brought it to the forefront, so thank you, because it is important to say. And in the book, um Thomas says that like yeah it's it's not about feeling bad or being like oh I need to be another color it's just having that self-awareness like you say um and because each different color and each different behavior types are gonna have their positives and negatives do you know what I mean that's just that's just the way it is but it's not a bad thing it's just about being aware of what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are um and also in the book he he says that in a team or in a company, you need a mixture um, because that, like again, what you said, echoing what you said, um, because that's healthy. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah. Right, let's take a break and come back with part two. Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasmin are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes. And that will take you to our Buy Me A Coffee page. So here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us. So each coffee is a donation. And also you can leave us a message. Um, so that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out. Also, if you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to say hello, ask us a question, request a shout out, um, maybe you want to come on as a guest, uh, we have Twitter, yes. So again, if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, that's how you can reach out to us, both me and Tasmin. Um, so yes, thank you very much. Welcome to the Therapy Crew Podcast. I am Shelley Louise. And me, Ruthie Eleanor. And we are best friends and absolute chatterboxes. We love to talk and leave each other endless voice notes. And I absolutely love to tell stories. So we thought, why not start a podcast? I am a private practice psychotherapist whose expertise is in trauma, particularly that of narcissistic abuse. I am a student therapist who is nearly qualified. 
My background is in HR, sales and management, and I decided to change career to become a therapist four years ago. We both love connection, authenticity and all things therapy. So The Therapy Crew is our new podcast where the two of us will endeavour to take you on a journey of friendship, connection, vulnerability, fun and education all through the lens of therapy. Season one will cover the power of listening, the therapeutic relationship and the benefits and misconceptions of therapy, all with honesty, vulnerability and a whole lot of lols. That's me, Shelley Louise. And me, Ruthie Eleanor. Two best friends. Two therapists, two stories and one exciting journey. To join us on this journey, subscribe now and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Working on international websites and campaigns can be exciting and rewarding, but it can be challenging, frustrating, and sometimes even a little bit lonely. The International Search Summit is dedicated to all things international search and will bring together digital marketeers from over 30 countries to learn, share, and connect in beautiful Barcelona. The three-track 30 speaker agenda covers a whole host of topics across international SEO, content and paid search and is the perfect event for anyone working for global brands or clients. It's happening on the 16th of November 2023 and listeners of this podcast can save 10% on tickets with the code SEO Mindset. That code again is SEO Mindset All you need to do is head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash search summit to find out more and book your place. Don't worry, I'll pop a link in the show notes and I'll also put the code in there too. Okay, thank you for coming back and joining me and Tasmin for part two of the podcast where we are discussing the DISC, D-I-S-C, behavior profile. um, And uh, yeah, so in our example, or in this podcast, um, we're using the book Surrounded by Idiots by Thomas Erickson, and he uses that model, but uses colors instead. Um, So yeah, in part one, we discussed what the different colors were and all of that lovely stuff. Now, let's get into what colors clash and what colors complement. So first things first, um, the colors that people, uh, sorry, the colors that complement are green and yellow. Now, the reason that greens and yellows complement each other is because they're both relation orientated. So they have people in mind, yeah? Um, so they're, fr- they're both friendly, they're they're good to be around they they think about people they have good people skills um blues and reds are complementary because they are both task orientated and issue orientated so um they're not so much relation they're more on like getting a job done that's what they that's what they're there to do um so those are the colors that complement each other um You've also got blues and greens. Now, blues and greens complement each other because both typically, and now this is like, this is like generalized. So 
Um, yeah, so typically blues and greens are more introverted, passive and reserved. And then your reds and yellows, they complement each other because typically, again, they tend to be more extroverted, active and an implementer. So they like to get stuff done. Um, now, uh, yeah, so obviously I said that yellows have a lot of unfinished projects, but they still like to get the ball rolling. So they're very good at getting stuff started. Um, they're just not good at getting stuff done. So just to like um, explain that bit. Now the challenging combinations are blue and yellow and green and red. Now the reason that they can be challenging is because at their core, they're very different. So um, blues and yellows are challenging because remember, blues are task orientated and yellows are, um, yeah, yellows are very sort of um, people orientated. So that can clash because they're just very, very different and they can end up rubbing each other the wrong way. And it's the same with greens and reds um, because your reds are your task orientated and your greens are your relation orientated um so yeah that can cause a bit of tension just because they're very different um and yeah so um thoughts on that tasman so in the in the workplace um you you'll you know you talked about the blues and they're they're dealing with the data they're dealing with you know the logic side of it so who did you say that the blues typically didn't work well with Blues don't typically work well with yellows. Okay. And these are the idea people who, um, you know, idea generating, they're, they're storytelling, very different in, in their temperament. Yes. So your yellows are like they're creative, lots of ideas, love to talk. Um, in a work setting, they love to be personable, will chat about their weekend and stuff. Um, whereas like blues are there to, to work, to get the job done. And they'd much rather focus on the one project, get all the research, get it all done, because then it's going to be more like thought out. And do you know what? So that's why there's a challenge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So does the book, um, so two questions springing to mind. Does the book give an indicator of, in general, population-wise, what percentage would be predominantly red people, green, yellow, and blue? Does it give a split? Great question. Um, so in the book, what uh, what is um, talked about is that the majority of the population tend to be green, yeah and um it's normally like green with like hints of other um sort of colors yeah um what it does say is um a really small part of the population will only be one color and it does happen but um you know those uh conflicting colors so how i said blue and yellow red and green um, you can have that in a in a person as well. So that's quite interesting. And to also, there's something else that I forgot, was that um, another reason why blues and reds and greens and yellows get on, so remember that your blues and reds are task-orientated and issue-orientated. So a blue and a red, they've both got that main goal, but a red can speed up a blue 
because a blue is taking its time thinking stuff through um whereas a blue can help reds avoid some mistakes because they'll be like let's think this through sort of thing and it's the same with like greens and yellows so because they're very like because they like people at their very core they've got that as the commonality but a green can be very calming for a yellow so a yellow's got all this wonderful buzzing energy and a green can be quite like relaxing for a yellow and then on the other side yellows can help greens come out of their shell more I suppose be a bit more like yeah um like they like people so yellows can be good at like getting them to come out of their shell a bit more so yeah that's really interesting and I think also so if you're in a position of leadership um you might know your own colors I know that um certain organizations you almost have to get to a certain level before um organizations invest in in establishing what your color profile is but if you're leading a team and you know what color you are you almost have to sort of suppress it in and and find a way of helping the team members bring their ideas to life otherwise if you're very red and they know that you're in a position of authority you could end up um you know, losing their ideas, losing that team spirit. A hundred percent. And also to build on that as well, is that um, you could, uh, something that I was thinking is there'll be jobs that are better suited to the different colours. So for example, um, like if you needed someone who was say in a marketing team you needed someone to come up with strategies be creative um like they needed to head it up get the different uh, like seo talking to social social talking to content content talking to email all of that stuff that would fit quite well with a yellow yeah for example um whereas if you needed someone who was looking after budgets for a marketing team so looking after the seo budget looking after the marketing um social media budget looking after the email budget um that would suit quite well to a blue if that makes sense so does the book give you any advice on for example say you're a freelancer and you're you're doing everything on your own and you'll have your natural colors so you might have lots of ideas but then they don't um, come to fruition because you're not a completer finisher for example so does it give you any ideas on how to deal with your personality if you are working just for yourself you're on fire with these questions very good questions Tasman um so it doesn't specifically get into that from what I remember and what I took away from the book but I suppose it was just about and it's something that we talk about on the podcast is how important self-awareness is because say for example um you were working on a project and you knew that you were a yellow right you were mostly yellow in your profile you know that like even though you're going to come up with lots of great ideas and you're going to be really creative and all of that you're not going to be great at following through and getting it done so out can you outsource can you um hire someone else can you outsource it to another company um an interesting one in seo 
right? So say, for example, um, you had an SEO project or an SEO issue or uh, like something went wrong on your website that needed to be fixed um, and you knew that you were uh, a yellow, red or green, right? Um, you'd probably know, okay, am I best for this job? Because I know that a blue, they're very logical. They're very analytical. They'll take the time to figure figure it out sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I suppose it's just knowing your strengths and weaknesses really. Um, I mean, like it should never be a reason like to think that you can't do something, but if you're ever struggling, I suppose, or um, when you're looking at like, say you're in control of a project or you want to hire people, it's just having that understanding, isn't it? Yeah, um, you're so right. And I think um, one of the things that I've been trying more and more this year to put in place is have that accountability. So um, I don't know if I've talked to you about this book called The The 12 Week Year, but basically um, I've got a group that I work with. We set targets for 12 weeks and each week we'll say, you know, this is what I'm going to get done. So there is that accountability to make sure that it's not just about generating ideas. So having a circle of people around you to help you compensate almost for um, your your natural personality type has been really good for me, definitely. That is, I mean, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's the first time that you've mentioned that book. Um, but I'm always, I, I love a good book recommendation um, because, yeah, the more we read, um, the better, right? Yeah, and I think maybe this is a book that, um, so I've been through three, uh, two chunks of 12-week years. So what, the premise of the book, um, we'll talk about more, you know, maybe in another episode, but um, the the accountability part is the bit that really um really lends itself to the conversation that you're having today don't you love it when things join up things come together synergy synergy so tasmin main takeaway what has been your main takeaway from today's episode um i think for me you know selfishly personally um maybe i need to sit back and think about all of the things that i'm not getting done because I don't enjoy that type of work. It doesn't um, lend itself to my personality type. Maybe I outsource that because there could be a lot of value that somebody else can unlock in my business by me just delegating. That's one thing. Um, And another thing is maybe I need to make decisions quicker, a bit more red, um, tone down the yellow a little bit perhaps, (laughs) and hire a blue. (laughs) <laughs> that's uh yeah love I, i'm nodding along i mean sounds um yeah sounds sounds like you can implement something from this episode for me it's been really interesting because since reading the book um like it has got me analyzing other people and you it gives so many good examples and thomas even says you can tell by someone's email how they are so for example if you get an email that's really long right um so there's 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 fluff in it right so they're talking about what they got to up to at the weekend how they're doing like all of this stuff and then the actual point of the email is probably a sentence um 
Actually, what colour would you say that was? Um, a yellow, I'd think. I'd think a yellow. Y- yes, yes, that that is a yellow. Um, whereas, we've, or if you get an email that is like one sentence, it's really short. There might even be capitals in there. Like, what what colour would that be? I'd say that was a red. And if there's graphs and data, then you've got yourself a blue. But yeah, you bang, you bang on, you bang on. Um, yeah, so, and it's just so interesting because there's just things that you can look out for. And it's not just about work, right? You can bring it into your personal life as well. Like, the ne- like if you have that awareness about your partner or people in your family or your close friends, that's going to be better at like obviously you're not going to stop conflict you're still going to have arguments now and then but at least you can have more awareness of yourself but also that other person don't you think I think so and I think um so for example with my daughter um we entertain a lot um I'm all about trying to make everything just just so I want things to be nice um but there comes a point Usually an hour before people are about to knock on my door, we've got to stop that and just deal with the basics. And that's where she's really good. So at that point, I usually go upstairs and get ready and I'll say to her, this is what needs finishing. And she's so quick and she laser focus and she just gets it done far better than I would. Nice. I love that example. Love that example. Um, right. I'm very sorry, but we've run out of time. Um, and that that's my episode. Um, so before I wrap up, Tasman, any final things that you want to say? I think, um, you know, the more self-aware you are about yourself and about the people around you, that's the thing that's going to pay dividends in your work life, in your personal life. So this has been a really great topic because it's um, it's not some of the topics we are we talk about is you know like procrastination and it's it's a very individual thing whereas this teaches you about you and the people around you so it's it's about making the most of that added knowledge about yourself and others so it's a great episode thank you very much Sarah it has been my pleasure and just a reminder that um everyone listening to this episode definitely go and check out the show notes because there's loads of research research links in there um so i link out to um the book um surrounded by idiots i also link out to that test that i um talked about earlier um there's also other bits that i've linked out to um more resource, resources if you want to learn more and you find this um, episode interesting or this topic interesting. Um, there's also a link to the Women in Tech SEO because obviously I mentioned that earlier because th- that was the basis, the book club. Who doesn't love a book club? Um, right, so that's us done for another week. So thank you very much for joining me in Tasman. It's been wonderful. A reminder again that you can um, support us by... Um, head into seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate and you can uh, donate us um, a one-off donation of a five pound because we're on buy me a coffee you can give us a one-off donation be like we appreciate what you do thank you Um, we're also on twitter Um, again like I said earlier our handle even though I see it like multiple times a day can't for the life of me remember Um, but yeah it's in it's in the show notes it's in the show notes uh just go and check out the show notes everyone 
Uh, right, shall we say goodbye and until next time, Taz? Goodbye, everybody. Take care. Take care, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>